day 119. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it, to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. We almost a third of the way through the year. Wow. It's crazy, bro. It's wild. It's wild, man. It goes by fast. Yep. Uh, and we're in the Psalms still. Yep. So, oh, you about to say something? No, no. I was going to say that, you know, the Psalms are like halfway through your Bible. And so I was going to say, yo, we a third of the way through the year, which means we're a third of the way through the Bible. But that actually is not incorrect because we're doing a modified mm-hmm. chronological plan. Yep, so, yep, yep. Not quite halfway through the Bible, but yeah, getting close. Making a lot, making, making our <laughs> right. way for sure. Psalm 128 is dope. Uh, you know, you have these blessings that God is talking about and the well-being and happiness that comes with walking with God. I think one of the things that the psalm is trying to tell us is that uh, the joy of the Lord comes from the fear of the Lord. Mm. And the fear of the Lord means obeying the Lord. Right. And you just see it all throughout the Bible, bro. Like we say it all the time, like, hey, we don't believe that you earn salvation with God or anything like that. But there is this blessing that God offers to us with obedience, fam. And Psalm 128 is like clear. Like there's no other way to read it. It's just clear. It's God saying, no, no, look, obedience is... More than just instructions, yeah. obedience is, or it carries with it, incentives. When mm, we obey God, God rewards obedience. Bro, yeah. this is a hack. So I learned this about my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I want to get her to do something, mm. incentivizing her to obey yeah. is more powerful than de-incentivizing her when she disobeys. That's good. It's crazy. That's good. I can tell her, I'll take all your privileges away for the rest of your life. Right. And she won't. (laughs) That's good. But if I tell her, yo, I'll put an Oreo in your lunch tomorrow if you sleep in your bed all night, she will. And and so not that God bribes us, but there is something about it. And I just sat Mm. down and talked with her, right? (laughs) And like I talked with her yesterday about this after reading Psalm 128, I, I just told him, no, 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 baby, the reason why I do this mm-hmm. is because God is so good that even when we do the things that he tells us to do for our own good, yeah. he gives us good when we do those things, right? Mm-hmm. Psalm 128 just mm-hmm. shows us how that that blessing spreads, right, to work, family, yeah. spouse, not yeah. saying that all those things are going to be perfect right. and exempt from heartache, right. but... It talks about this way of enjoying those gifts that God provides. Mm-hmm. And this is consistent throughout the Bible. So, like, for, for instance, he talks about, <clears throat> you know, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. You got to remember that like, that was blessing in their mind. Right. To have children. Right. Like, the fruit that came from the womb, they would literally say in, in places like Deuteronomy. Like, that was they that was how they primarily thought of the blessing of God. Right. And so, Sarah, that's why she's so mad. And right. that's why Abraham, like, yo, God, what's up? We need kids. What's good? Like... <laughs> Time is ticking. You feel what I'm saying? So um, that's how they thought of blessing. But one scholar uh, put it well. He said, well-doing and doing well are Mm. interdependent. And I love that, bro, because it's like at the end of the day, like the life we're actually looking for actually comes in the will of God, not apart from the will of God. Something we've been trying to drive home so much. Um, And yeah, so much here. Fear the Lord. Big theme in Psalms, Proverbs. Used slightly differently in different contexts, but uh, God wants us to fear him, to revere him, to have him held up in our lives. Psalm 129. Psalm 129, imprecatory psalm. Remember, the psalmist, bro, comes in honesty. I love that, right? Yeah. One of the things you always say, bro, is like honesty and hope. That's where you try to live, bro. Right. You've camped out. 
I live there. Yeah, yeah, that's why I stay. Posted up on the corner. <laughs> that's why I stay, my G. Like, that's address. <laughs> but, um, you know, the Psalms are honest, right? And he he brings his his emotions and frustrations to God. And in precatory Psalms, like, they're calling on God to be just, not just because somebody has done something to them, but primarily as well, yeah. because someone has came against the cause of God. In right, the world. yeah. And so he calls on God. He's like, yo, let all who hate Zion, right? Yeah. Like, he identifies himself with the, uh, the 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 city where God dwells, where the temple dwells, and he's like, "Yo, like, let all let all these cats who come against your cause and your people and your city, like, let their your justice right. be upon their heads." And so the psalmist gives us permission, bro, to travel via prayer to give all of these cares, even the difficult ones, to the Lord, mm. bro. Being constantly attacked, yep. Is tedious and it's troublesome. Mm. <clears throat> if those constant attacks are failed, mm. that's a testimony. Mm. Mm. Constant attacks are troublesome. Constant failed attacks mm-hmm. are a testimony yeah, because you yeah. see people come after you time and time again, yeah. but they're never victorious. And that it that just fuels the mm. fires of praise that are stoked in our hearts for mm. God. Amen. Yep. Amen. Now that's excellent. Psalm 130, popular one, um, a psalm of repentance, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the psalmist, we always talk about like all suffering can't be traced to sin, but there is some suffering <laughs> that can't be traced to sin, right? Like, so he is uh, lamenting before the Lord because of his own sin, right? And, um, you know, out of the depths, I call to you, Lord. Lord, listen to my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for help. Lord, if you kept an account of iniquities, who could stand? I love that question, bro, because it's like, yeah, nobody, right? Nobody. I, obviously, right? Like, he knows that God is so holy and so big and so righteous that nobody, if 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 the Lord kept an account of the sins of humanity, we would all be wiped. Nobody meets the criteria. Right. And so what he has to do is call out for mercy. Right. Right? And that's one of the primary ways the Bible talks about God and what he does for humanity is he extends mercy, bro. Yeah. And that's that's just so so beautiful. And I think what separates Christianity is that God was merciful to us, mm. and out of response to that mercy, mm. we obey, right? right? We live for him, right? We we change and we grow. And um, at the end of the day, man, like this mercy and this forgiveness that God extends is so that we not worry about our sins, right? But so that we would worship him mm-hmm. for the forgiveness of our sins. Yeah. yeah. That after he cries, that cry leads him to a reverence for God reverence leads him to waiting, right? Mm. He says, yo, God, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you like watchman for the morning, like watchman <clears throat> for the morning. What I love is that as he's pleading to God for the forgiveness of his sins, he realizes that the only work that he could do after crying out to God for forgiveness mm. is waiting, That's is good. patience, right? Yeah. But it's not a waiting like somebody waits for an absentee father. I wonder if he's going to pick me up. Mm. It's waiting like a third shift worker waits for the sunrise yo i'm on the clock right now it's dark but they don't say i wonder if the sun's gonna come up it's no 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 no. it's going to come up i wait i wait i wait and then he shouts Mm. at the end right and he calls for people to join in right look to the future to unleash your tongue right now right look Mm. to what god will do to give you the strength to praise right now yeah and he's like yo like and he will redeem israel from all this right right so god All of them. All means all. Right. <laughs> In the Hebrew, it says all. <laughs> like, you know, um, man, even if our, sis, our our lists of sins are long, they won't get the last word. Mm. And that's what we need to remember. 
on our best days, but also on our worst days yeah. as well. Mm. Psalm 131, childlike spirit. Instead, uh, or, or let me start from the top. Lord, remember David, or excuse me, Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I do not get involved with things too great and too wondrous for me. Instead, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with his mother. My soul is like a weaned child. The kingdom is upside down. Yeah. Right? Like the the paradox of the Bible, and Jesus will teach us this later, is the way to know you are growing is that you become like a child, that you become dependent, that you mm. go to God as if he is who he is, your father, right? Like right. that you see yourself as one who is needy and dependent upon the Lord um, and that you recognize that. It's, it's, it's weird, man. It's like in our... Um, spiritual immaturity right. we go to other places right. for the consolation that right. God right, right, right. as mm. our father yeah let's pray yeah yeah. father we ask that you would help us to turn to you and put our trust in you today father <clears throat> would you help us to learn dependence from you uh, by the way we look at children God who look to grown ups and adults and parents as if they can do anything God I pray that you would help us to look at you 